What's going on, guys? Welcome to the OutCrowd Podcast. Everyone always told us our opinions didn't matter. As it turns out, they were right. What's going on? I'm Zach. Zach. And I'm Colton. And first off, to like the two people that are listening to our podcast, what's up? And you probably noticed last week, it was like, I think it was in the last like 10 minutes, there was like a five second gap in the audio. And I don't know how the fuck that happened. I don't know magic that I heard it. Well, see, I definitely heard it, but I didn't. It wasn't in like after I edited it, it wasn't there, and after I uploaded it, I didn't think it was there. But once I listened to it on iTunes, it was. So we're aware. It's a work in progress. We're learning. We're learning. The quality's going to get better too. I'm learning about audio files and compressing them and formats and stuff like that, but. I like how you say the two people that listen to us. I'm pretty sure we have more than two downloads. <laughs> well, it's whatever. It's Don't count joke. our crowd out. It's a joke. It's a joke. Um, <laughs> did you guys see the Ducks last night? No. I didn't, unfortunately. Why the fuck I, was, not? I watched the Jazz. Uh, we don't have the NHL ticket. This is playoffs, man. This is on basic cable. What channel? 220. Okay, it's I mean, 220 for me. No, I, I mean, what like what was the, the station called? Yeah. I don't remember, man. I just watched the games. Because <laughs> are you sure it's basic cable? Because like, that means channels I'm, 1 through 30. I'm pretty sure it is. But uh, Ducks are now down two games to the Edmonton Oilers. Who yeah. the fuck would have thought? I don't know anything about hockey, but Damn. it sounds like you're upset about this, so they clearly shouldn't be down. I can't fucking believe it, man. Like, uh, we sweeped the flames, but everybody knew we were going to fuck the flames. But the Oilers? I don't get it. Alright. <laughs> I don't know, that stuff happens. That's how sports are. Anything can happen. Piss- pisses me off, man. Perry, where are you? Where did Where did Corey Perry go? Because I see number 10 out there on the ice, but it sure as fuck isn't the Corey Perry I know. Alright, how's the Jazz do? I gotta stop talking about it. Um, They're in the first round of the playoffs, but... I mean, it's a good series going to Game 7. They could have won it last night. So, I mean, they're in there. They're getting better. Who's their guys this year? I don't know shit about basketball. Uh, The main one is uh, Hayward. He's been here for a while. Gordon Hayward, yeah. And then we've got Corbett. He's like... He's ranked pretty pretty highly as a center goes. He's like he's one out of two centers. I think that's getting more rebound, like a, a, a huge amount of rebounds and um, I can't remember what the other one was like points in the paint or something like that. Like his stats are really good, so he's pretty he's a pretty good center. And then I'm sure we'll trade him. That does seem to be the Jazz way, but hopefully <laughs> hopefully they can actually. Well, I mean they've been in a rebuild for what like. 10 years now. Mm-hmm. Ever since Williams and Sloan and Boozer and all those guys left, it's been a rebuild. But The only jazz game I've ever been to was, I believe it was like the last year that they were good when they had like uh, Boozer, Williams, Corver, Corver Andre, Andre Karolinko. Yeah. And then they went into a rebuild when Jerry Sloan left. And I think that was the year, yeah. It's the only game I went to. We, I mean, we're normally around. Right, you know, we're not a bad team, and Jazz this year are ranked. I think they're the number one team, number one or two on defense. Are they? Yeah, we 
they stop. They I think they're number one for least points scored in a game, and I think they're number two for um, shooting percentage on the opposing team. So they're good. You know, they've got a really good defense, but it just comes down to playing some offense, which is still a work in progress, I think. Is Game 7 in Utah, or...? No, it's Game 7 in uh, L.A. Oh, Because uh, L.A. is fourth, and Utah's fifth. Is it Golden State already wrap up the first series? Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they swept. Yeah? Oh, yeah. shit. They're, they've been well-rested, waiting for the next team, <laughs> so... every I think this is actually the last round one first series I think uh, Jazz and everything everybody else is wrapped up what does it say about you if the first round you go to game 7 either it's two good teams battling or two bad teams, bad teams battling <laughs> <laughs> but I mean you're in the playoffs so more likely it just comes down to you know two good teams battling it out I, there's a lot of things that come into play though like um, the Clippers are missing one of their key guys and so when you don't he normally gets like 30 points a game so without him in there, I think Jazz has a lot better of a chance. Yeah. So I mean, Jazz are good. They've won. They've beat a lot of good teams this year. But you know, anything can happen in the playoffs. Especially uh, get best of seven. Yeah, I like the I like that style of playoffs much better than than one game. What's that fucking stupid sport that you always watch? <laughs> Whatever. You used to Football, is it you used called? to watch it all the time. So I don't want to hear this just because so boring, you decided to man. abandon it. The only dude. reason you chose to abandon it is because you chose to like a shit team. The Oakland Raiders did suck. Did? I heard they did pretty good last year. Well, I, yeah, they, they're pretty good now, but they did for like 10 years, so. Yeah. But like, even, okay, even when I was watching football every week, and like. You couldn't watch your team. Well, I couldn't watch my team, but I mean, even when I was like super into football and I didn't watch any other sports, I didn't enjoy it. Or know as much about it as I did once I started like watching hockey. Like I just fell in love with hockey and yeah, but football's so boring. That's a matter of opinion. You think <laughs> everything know. is boring other than hockey? No, I don't. You, do you watch basketball? No, because it's boring. No, I just don't like it. Cause... Do you watch baseball? No, because it's boring. Which we're all in agreement on that <laughs> one. I can't. I think yeah, baseball is kind of boring. But I, I could watch soccer. Soccer's really? boring. You can have games where that goes zero to one, and it's like a ninety-minute game. Yeah, I like soccer. Soccer is boring. This guy. <laughs> you used to be the same way. You just because you change your opinion, don't act all high and mighty. No, I'm gonna act all high and mighty. Uh, you don't get to act all high and mighty, yeah. especially since what's the NHL? Mm-hmm. What how many? Uh, how many people watch the NHL? Mm-hmm. Where's that rank among the uh, American leagues? Mm-hmm. Pretty sure it's a uh, pretty low there, son. Pretty sure it goes. NFL, NBA, baseball, and hockey. I don't know. I have to look it up. I, I'm willing to bet I that's the order. I have no idea. So, <laughs> unless soccer, soccer makes a right random appearance. Appearance, but soccer's not very popular, especially in Utah. Well, soccer's soccer. There's too more many popular leads. than you think. In Utah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we got our own it's team. It's definitely bigger than you think. Really? Mm-hmm. It's oh. big enough for us to get our own team and have a team that won. I mean, they won a championship. See, I don't even know how the leagues work. Yeah, that's like I that. don't know how leagues work either. So I don't, I don't know what they are. Mm. But soccer, I think, I think soccer is one of the like kind of in the same field as uh, baseball. If you go to the right game, it can be fun. But watching it on TV, I just it's not what I'm looking for. And NBA as well. I mean, NBA, I like it in the playoffs. Playoffs is really interesting. But during the regular season, shit, there's like. 
300 games. I just I yeah, can't stick true. around for all of them. Yeah, there's a lot. That's kind of what's nice about football is not as many games. You know, it's just every Sunday watch your team play 16 games. Yeah, but then when you like, uh, one of the things that turned me off to it too was it costs like $360 to get NFL Sunday ticket, um, and you get 16 games. I buy the NHL Center Ice. It gives me all like 89 regular season games, and it costs me $250. But it's quite just, a it's, bit different. It's the difference between the viewer count. Not I'm as many sure people. It does. I'm no sure one, it no does, one's going to pay but... the 360 for the hockey. But see, but I really don't mind that hockey's not so mainstream. I think hockey's a little more popular than you guys probably think. But I'm not so that upset. That it's not that it's not as mainstream as the other things because it does keep the prices low. Yeah. Like I went to a Anaheim Coyotes game in Arizona, Anaheim and Phoenix game in, in Arizona, and I sat center ice front row. It cost me two hundred and fifty dollars a ticket. What do you think that would cost in an NFL game? What row were you? First. Oh, first row. Yeah. Uh, the Denver Broncos center when they had. Well, yeah, but you don't want to sit in the center when you're watching football. I mean, I guess you could, but it was when we went to the Denver game with Peyton playing the Raiders. I think it was like three fifty for fifteenth row. Yeah. So I mean, not, it's not awful, it's not that. but it's not what I was expecting. It's still really high. I mean, fifteenth row is like you can see everything on the field. Yeah. And we were. It's probably a lot higher if you go center. I just don't think I'd rather be where we were like we were basically right at like, we were kind of in between the end zone and the middle field so you yeah. could see everything that was happening right there and then you could see the touchdowns so it's probably higher the more you get towards the center but i think i kind of liked where we sat yeah and i just give you guys shit i don't care you don't we watch hockey i give you shit too but i like hockey it's just it's not on like my radar you know yeah like i don't see a thing that's like oh these team is playing and you know, I, and I don't know the channels, and I don't pay for the extra, you know, all the other things, and I just it's just not on my radar, and I don't have a favorite team. Yeah, you do Anaheim. Well, yeah. I mean, if I was going to go with one, <laughs> I would go with Anaheim, yeah. but They're just... close enough that you can go to games. I mean, it, it, geographically, it makes sense. Either Anaheim, well, you can go Anaheim, Kings, or uh, Sharks, if you really, because they're all in California, or you could go Colorado. Avalanche, Colorado, or Avalanche. Arizona. Or Coyotes, and then that—that's really the teams you have to choose for if you ever want to have a hope of seeing them play. Yeah. Well, the Ducks got me just because uh, I remember the movies. Yeah, Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. That's yeah. why I love them. Yeah, I grew up watching those. So yeah, playing street hockey, doing the flying V. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> and the Grizzlies games are fun. The, yeah, well, the minor cool. league team in Utah. Yeah, they're a fee team for the Ducks. Yeah, that's fun. They're fun. Hockey is. A lot faster pace. That's one of the reasons why it's fun. Yeah. Like that and basketball. kind of. It's like it's a lot more back and forth. It's one of the reasons why I don't like soccer. is because it's a lot of back and forth, but it goes nowhere. Well, in hockey's full contact, that's, you know, yeah. it's exciting, man. Like uh, Alex Ovechkin for the uh, Washington Capitals. I think it was like last week we were talking about it. And I was like, I love to watch that guy play. But every time I see him get checked into those boards, I just, it's like, I just break one rib, man. Just yeah. one. Because I... I'm pretty sure they're going to take it, but I think the day that I said that, he did get hurt. Yeah, you which text was, me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, guess what, man? Yeah. <laughs> kind of felt a little bit bad, but 
doesn't matter. It doesn't look like we're going to beat the Oilers. All right, but enough about sports. Um, have you guys seen the new Bill Nye show on Netflix? Yeah. Yep. Bill Col- Nye. Did you watch, were you, are you old enough to watch Bill Nye in like elementary school? Did they yeah, I watched roll Bill Nye TV? all the time, dude. Yeah? Fuck yeah. Well, those were the best days in high school. They rolled those, those 36-inch brick TVs into your room on those black stands. It was a 36 <laughs> cube. Cube, yeah. 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 36 <laughs> inches every direction, so. <laughs> and they would, uh put on Bill Nye and they turned the lights down and I loved it man yeah I loved those shows that was like the best days and I used to actually I I watched I loved those days in school and then I remember when it aired I used to watch it at my dad's house yeah like we'd I'd go you know I'd go over there on like a Thursday night and just you know Bill Nye would be on and it'd be one of those things where it's like three episodes in a row yeah like yes and then just sit there and watch more Bill Nye Yeah. yeah I love that show the new one's good too. I watched I watched all of them in about a day. <laughs> I watched two of them. I watched the first episode, and me and Colton last night watched episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's geared toward adults, though. It's like, it's almost like he followed yeah. the dynamic that you know grew up watching him. Yeah, that's then, what I was thinking too. And then he just kept making stuff for those same people. And like this one's geared towards adults, and he has the panel at the end. And I love the topic so far. Global warming was the first one, uh, and then. Placebo. Um, placebo and uh, kind of like uh, alternative medicine. Yeah. The second episode, and that was really interesting. And he shuts that shit down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's a good show. I I Science. enjoyed it. I wish the only thing I wish is, well, first of all, I really like um, I like that he didn't lose himself. Like you know how he was a big joker and that kind of stuff. And you know it is it was a kid show, so it was supposed to be funny and all that in the old one silly yeah and i'm glad that he didn't lose that completely because i mean there's still times when he uses like corny jokes and yeah stuff and i and like it it's funny because it's corny well and it's mm-hmm. live in front of a, an audience and that was that was a little different yeah so yeah. i like i like that he didn't lose himself the only complaint i have with the show is um i think it should be 45 minutes to an hour an hour for sure yeah i mean especially with having the panel and all the stuff he goes over it's so easy to make that last longer than 30 minutes it all kind of feels a little bit rushed which is something that it's you know they should, might as well just take a little bit more time and make it an hour because i'm sure they film for longer than 30 minutes you know because they're going to cut and edit and all that so they should i mean they don't need to cut that much they should just run an hour so that way they don't have to like you know end the panel here hurry you he, each one of you talked once and now we got to end so i can do this ending clip and well you could yeah. tell that the panel was definitely chopped up oh yeah a lot um, it's just there's not enough time. Like, what, what did they think that his show wasn't going to do well enough to give him an hour? Yeah, I don't like, know what, what was that the is. Process. Well, the stupid thing is, is it's it's Netflix. It's like their own show. They shouldn't be afraid of it not doing well. You know, it's theirs. Yeah, might as well own it. And yeah, I think it should be an hour. I would still enjoy it if it was an hour, or if it's thirty minutes, <laughs> make twenty of them a season. Yeah, not thirteen. There's 13 episodes? Oh, shit. See, I thought there was only six. Mm. Oh, I watched all 13. Huh. It's pretty fun. It's a it's a good show. I, I like Bill Nye, and there's a lot of stuff you can find on the internet of him, like on YouTube and stuff like that. That He's a funny guy, and he's a savage. Like, he doesn't care. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. He's he's funny. Brutally honest. Yeah. Well, he's brutally honest. It goes with facts, man. He's a scientist. I, I gotta be, really. Unless you're Neil deGrasse Tyson, then he's 
I was like, an educated person. I like Neil deGrasse Tyson, but I have my problems with Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> I love him, man. He's one of my favorites. One yeah. of my idols. Yeah, he's, he's just so gentle. Such a gentle man. It's got <laughs> to be the mustache. <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple episodes in there, too, where he goes over a lot of, like, psyche and stuff like that. It's kind of interesting, like, oh, like psychology. Cool. It's No, it's like, um, I can't remember what it's called. I'd have to watch the episode again. I plan on watching him again just because... Watching them all in one day, it was a lot. <laughs> a lot of scientific it's hard information. To all that. <laughs> but there was one of them where it was like the light would turn off next to him, and he would tap it, and then it would come back on, and then it would go off, and he would tap it, and then it would come back on, and then he finally stopped and was like, "This is something that we do as humans, but we need to stop doing because you assume that it's you tapping it that's making it come back on, but instead of tapping it, if you were to just wait or try and find a different solution, you might realize that you're not fixing it." That's just something oh. that you're thinking. You know, like, if I touch it like this, every time I do that, it works. And it's like, maybe not. So he, he goes over a lot of, like, different uh, mental things and stuff like that. And then there's one episode on GMOs, which I thought was really interesting, because I don't know a lot about that. All I know is people are terrified of them. Mm. Which, watching the episode, he explains it, and there's nothing wrong with GMOs. They've been genetically modifying food for, yeah. like, since the 60s or 70s. Yeah, well, I read about that, too. How else are they supposed to feed 7 billion people? Well, and the other thing, too, is it's not really, it hasn't, it's slowly increased the yield of crops, but it hasn't, like, made it huge. And the panel they have on is they say it's not a solution to feeding more people. It's not? It's a tool that helps them do it, but it's not going, like, if you, like, all these genetically modified food that's getting made now, it's not helping, you know, it's not, like, um, like not going to save the world. They have to use it as a tool, because, like, the main thing they use it for is they... They take, I can't remember what flower this is, it's like a tulip or something, just something random. They put like a tulip thing into corn, because then it, that tulip is, it's immune to certain bugs and certain like pesticides and stuff like that. So they take mm-hmm. that gene, put it in corn, and then there's certain bugs that can't hurt the corn. Well, it ups the survivability of your crops, less yeah. waste, that kind of stuff. And so people are freaked out about it because they think it's crazy, but all they're doing is making it so that your, you know, your crops la- like, can live through more, and then... Once you put that genetically modified thing into the corn, it's basically like a built-in pesticide and fertilizer. But the difference is, is if you get organic, they have to spray their crops with pesticide and use fertilizer. So the bugs it's don't the eat it. It's the same thing. It's yeah. just in the corn. It's not affecting anything. All it's doing is helping yield. Like, there's literally no side effects to it. Yeah. So there's a lot, there's a lot of good episodes. I want to rewatch them. But there's like they're really interesting too. They make you think, and it's a lot of hot topics nowadays too. Yeah. It's not just like mm-hmm. random stuff. It's all like topics that are big right now, and like gender and stuff like that. Even well, has an episode on the that. World, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the point of the show. Yeah, <laughs> fix fix the dumb things <laughs> that are floating around. I like to see him argue with, um, like he visited the Creationist Museum, the Canham, yeah, Ark Museum. That's a good watch. That de- that debate with Ken Ham. I watched the debate too. Yeah, but he visited his theme park. Oh, did he do the, like the, a the Noah's Ark theme park? That embarrassing monstros- monstrosity <laughs> that he fucking put up. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I did watch that debate with Ken Ham. Did you watch the whole thing? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't know how it went on that long. I was like, you got to stop. This is bullying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it was brutal, but. Um, Somebody's got to fucking do it, man. Yeah. Yeah, he does a lot of good jokes in that show. I think there's an episode talking about, like, the history of the planet 
and he has like all these things set out like dinosaurs and stuff and then he walks over and he sees like a Noah's Ark thing and he's like what is this and he's like this Noah's Ark didn't happen and he grabs it and throws oh, it across no. the room yeah, <laughs> that's awesome oh, an animal. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's funny that's great moving on from that uh, did you guys see? I know how we all feel about the Call of Duty franchise. Well, we talked about it last episode too. But I think they might have saved themselves with this one, at least in a general sense. The new Call of Duty World War Two, mm. the trailer re- or the trailer reveal. Did you guys watch it? Yep, I watched it live as soon as they broadcasted it on Twitch. And then I watched a little bit of their stream, and then as soon as they said no multiplayer was going to be shown, I tuned out. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was waiting for. Well, what were they showing? Was it a campaign? Um, they just kind of talked about stuff. Like, they showed some clips, but not really. Uh-huh. And then they just kind of talked about it. Like, they had an actor that was part of it on there. And was it Josh Dumal? Yeah. They just talked about his character and shit I like that. Him, it was really funny, because they <laughs> yeah. one of the things that stuck out to me was uh, they were like, asked him about his character and he was like saying how it was fun to play and there was a lot of depth and then they were like so describe your character to us and he and he was like he was like well you know he's like a mission before man guy and you know it's kind of twisted about mission before man and maybe it's man before mission and i was like (laughs) damn that's so much depth in that character sounds like he is that stereotypical guy jesus the thing that um, i thought was funny but you know (laughs) i don't know maybe he just couldn't give anything away but i thought i laughed my ass off of that not just this trailer but something that gets me to giggle in everybody's trailer i don't care who it is because a lot of well i mean a lot of trailers don't do this but the ones who want to be amazing do and you watch it and then it um down the bottom left side of the screen or something like that it'll come up with like an asterisk and be like actual in-game footage mm-hmm. and it kills me when i see this i laugh every time whoever does it because the games who don't do it typically they aren't trying to impress with that kind of stuff you know okay um but the thing that kills me about this is they say actual in-game footage and then the thing that i want to see is i want them to put the specs because if they yeah. they can say this is actual in-game footage but this could be done with a 1090, with a, you know, 32, 32 gigs of RAM, it could be done with, on you know, everything on, like, the top, top of the line. And, of course, that's going to be your in-game footage. It's like, cool, you can make a game that looks phenomenal on the greatest PC out there. On NASA's. You need to well, put yeah. it out and be like, this is the greatest, like, this is actual in-game footage from an Xbox played in-house. It, you know, it, well, I just that's laugh. part of marketing, I mean... Ubisoft yeah. is probably the biggest company known for enhancing the fuck out of their like yeah. beta tests that they show, and then the game that they actually developed is nothing like that because they make everything so perfect and pretty in their small little beta tests. It's almost like its own separate fucking game. Yeah. And then when they release the game, it's the same idea, but it's nowhere near you know that capability. Like yeah. they did out with Rainbow Six and the Division and all that shit, dude. Well, that Rainbow Six beta versus the actual game night and day yeah anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about look it up online look up a comparison to the release trailer that they showed of it and then look up actual in-game footage it's it's appalling rainbow six yeah yeah but that makes me me laugh anybody who does that because i'm like you know anybody can make your game look phenomenal as an in-game because you're building it in-house you could make it as small or as big or as fantastic as you want yeah that's what they do it's like they shouldn't that's just 
you just got to let it speak for itself. You don't got to be like, oh, actual in-game footage. It's like, we'll know what it actually looks like once mm-hmm. people start playing it. Yeah, but it works. Well, that's the other it thing, does. too, is it kind of bugs me because, you know, the kids out there who have an Xbox or who have a PlayStation and that stuff doesn't, it, and that stuff runs 30 FPS, doesn't even run, you know, even close to what a PC can. But those kids are going to be like, mind. look at that in-game footage. Oh, my God, it's so good. And then they're going to get it. And they're going to be like, well, I guess it looks kind of close. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they probably won't notice. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> kids would notice. I think it's for people like us. It is marketing. Yeah. That's just how it goes. That's how the game is played. But, I mean, back to the actual game of Call of Duty. I haven't changed my stance from seeing the campaign trailer. No. Everybody says they want to play the campaign because Call of Duty has had good campaigns, and that's true. But Treyarch has. Yeah, I feel like Treyarch has, yeah. and then like Infinity Ward back in like Modern Warfare days. Yeah, maybe one, Modern Warfare one and two maybe. Yeah, well, I think our but stance. I don't know. I'm not expecting anything great, really. Our stance on the Call of Duty creators is, we all prefer Treyarch to anybody else who's Hands down. made a Call of Duty game. Yeah. So if it doesn't have Treyarch doing it, I'm already less interested. But the one thing. I will say that about this trailer, when I watched it, the one thing I'll say is this is the first time in who knows how many years, because even the last Black Ops game, I was only in it for the zombies. I wasn't in it for a single other thing. I, just, I didn't touch the multiplayer or campaign. No, I didn't I touch any of it. That's, yeah. that's the only thing I've ever been interested in ever since. I think the last time I was really interested in Call of Duty was maybe Black Ops 1 or 2. I think we played 2. Yeah, I think we did play 2. So, but the one thing about this trailer that... The only thing it's done for me and that I'm actually surprised about is this is the first time in, you know, five, six years or whatever, I'm actually interested. You know what I mean? Like, I saw like the you tra- want to see more? Yeah, like, I saw the trailer and I was like, I'd like to see more and hear them talk about the campaign. Yeah. All the other ones I saw and I was like, nope, yeah. nope. Oh, it's Treyarch, so they're going to have zombies. Yeah, I'll get it. But then this one, I actually see it and I'm like, eh, I'm a little bit intrigued. I might want to look into it. Because other Call of Duty games, it's like, oh, the trailer's out. And then, you know, everything else is kind of, if I stumble on the footage, I stumble on it. Yeah, well, yeah. now Zombies is like a thing, as far as I know, across all of them. Because this company, Sledgehammer, did zo- Exo Zombies. Yeah. So they're probably going to do some iteration of Zombies again. And then the company before this one that did Infinity Ward did their own Zombies. So I mean, Zombies is a seller, that out. Yeah, it, that's, that is, they picked that People up pretty quick. People love it, man. I, like, I don't think it will ever be as good as it was World of War. The World of War Zombies, I think, no. the original Zombies. Yeah, I think well, Black Ops was when it was really cool for me. See, like, really? it was World of War yeah, like because... Moon. That shit was yeah, yeah, that's badass. what I was going to say. Like, World of War, it was brand new. It was the funnest thing ever, you know. And I even... Like, the like Shino Numa and Dare Reese, it doesn't yeah. get better than that, man. Yeah, that's... Our, my favorite will always be Darius, the yep. original, and Shinonuma was fun, but like the thing about those is it was new, and it was interesting, and all this and that, and then they, they did Black Ops, where they had Moon, which mm-hmm. I thought was amazing, but they did like Ascension, I didn't care for it, and yeah, like, like Call of the, the Dead, hated it. What was that one map that, you, Colton, you were the only one that even played it? it, it I think the it was Japanese Black Ops, one. it was the Japanese one, it was like in the jungle... Uh, on Black Ops, I think it was Black Ops One. Yeah, it was oh, one. we literally Shangri La, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't. I, I played that match that round once. Yeah, I played yeah. it once. That map it was, once. Yeah. I only played Ascension hard. three or four times. I and I quit. Ascension. I played a lot of fucking Ascension. 
I so, played a lot of Call of the Dead too. And then Moon, fucking, we all played Moon a lot. Yeah, yeah. Map. There's certain maps that were amazing, and the you know the first ones will always be the best for I think you and me. Last two maps were sick too. Yeah, they. I mean, they make good ones. The thing that got me kind of ruined it for me is they started making it super elaborate, and then they started adding bosses. Yeah, the bosses did kill a lot of it for me too. Like Call of the Dead, I thought was a cool map, but then they had George ruined it. I didn't play it, and then they had um, what was the one they did Black Ops Two with the I think they did a... with the big robots, and then the robot would come. Oh yeah. Oh, in Origins. Yeah, I didn't play that because of the boss. The Panzers. There's been a few where they've added the boss and that. Mob of the Dead is off. one of the maps where a boss worked because it wasn't hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Mob of played... the Dead's probably on my top three best maps ever. Yeah, I'd say it's I in my top five. I love that map. That was that's what I mean. Like there was some where they just knocked it out of the park. Like yeah. we played it to the point where we survived, you know, like thirty rounds and we could do it every time we played. Yeah. You know, and the only reason we kept playing is because there was always something new to try and get to, but. And there's other maps where I played twice, made it to round like 10, and I was like, well, I'm going back to the last map. Yeah. What I liked about zombies was you could just survive and open up all the doors, get all the guns, and then just do that. Or if you wanted, there was also a complex Easter egg or like yeah. you could unlock cool hidden things and shit if you wanted to. But then they kind of mixed that a lot. So it was like you had to do this part of the Easter egg to get this gun or like... To get this area of the map open. What was shit. that last one with the bows that you and me tried so hard? Uh, and their Eisendrachen, I think, or Eisendrach, maybe? Yeah, it was like Iron Dragon. It, it was a badass map. I badass, really liked that map. Yeah, it was a badass map, badass situation with the bows and all that. But getting to the final thing was so hard. Yeah, it like, was tough. It was tough to get everything unlocked. And the reason was is because they introduced the boss again. And if you're going to have a boss, have yeah. it be... Like it was in uh, what was that new map that I just loved the the mob the or the the fifty style one or whatever that was where you uh shadows yeah that was the first one that came out on called Black Ops Three right the like yeah that was the launch map like the launch trailer yeah. map I loved that map Shadows I, of Evil yeah we played that map all the time and I loved I know, that I map. expected to hate that map but I so actually did I. thoroughly enjoyed it I didn't think I was gonna enjoy it at all but I ended up really liking it and the thing was is the bosses they introduced weren't that hard yeah like they were scary because they could fuck you up but if you knew what you were doing it was interesting and it made you know that one round all of a sudden like oh shit there's two of them and everybody's mm -hmm. kind of scrambling around <laughs> but then you take care of it and you're like that was badass but then these other ones it takes like yeah. all of your ammo to kill the boss like the, the panzers and endorite and rock are fucking nuts dude yeah, it took an unlimited amount of ammo Those to kill them. Those shits were so hard to kill, and they had, like, so much going on, like, flamethrowers and, like, grappling grenades and grappling hooks and shit. Yeah, they were fucking... That, yeah, that that wasn't fun. Like, zombies is easy, and I think that's... They are trying to make it harder, but I don't want it to be harder. I want it to just be shooting zombies in the head and running around yeah, circles, Yeah, it should man. be like, simple. It's kind of what it... It's kinda what it started as and yeah i, I enjoy the so simplicity good. of just mobbing through zombies for hours and yeah. not yeah. you know not really ever having much of a challenge you know just doing interesting things and yeah that's what i loved about zombies yeah, i never really. was like oh this is too easy dude because yeah i never lost interest because it was too easy no yeah because no, exactly. most of the time when you got in the later rounds it wasn't easy yeah it's, and it wasn't well, might maybe for you, Colton. It was never easy for me. <laughs> but that's and a, well, that's the thing though. Is like in the later maps, you were able to run a train, which made it easier. But like in the first maps, you had to find a corner and buckle down. 
Yeah. And then as soon as someone ran out of ammo, you're screwed. But then they started introducing these maps where you could run trains, which made it, you know, if you could run a train, it was simpler. I mean, you can always kind of run around, but it's harder in yeah. certain maps. Yeah, but like, yeah, it, when, once you got into, I mean, once you get into round 30 or 40, you got to have tons of ammo and you got to be ready for it. So it was never like super easy once you got into the higher levels. Well, for this new, for the new Call of Duty, um, I don't know how reliable it was, but I saw a picture. I don't remember who posted it or something. I, I hope it was real, but it said zombies confirmed on this, so there is. Oh, I'm. Oh yeah, there's for sure. There's zombies. going to be something. Yeah, I, I was really. Interested. That's the only thing I'm kind of looking at because I didn't play the last zombies, and I felt like I don't regret it, but at the same time. I've I've always liked zombies, you know, and it's new zombies, so who knows? That's literally the only thing I've been thinking about. But even then, it's not Treyarch, and I don't yeah. know. I don't know how their map design is going to be. They're probably going to try and force a bunch of like Easter egg shit rather than letting you just play for the sake of playing. So I don't know, but yeah, zombies is the only thing that kept me interested in Call of Duty from forever. And I used to really like the that, multiplayer. That doesn't change yeah, with this. We game. all did. Yeah, we all. We would we would do all nighters all the time. Uh, straight up all nighters with yeah. like a twenty four pack of Mountain Dew. Back and in high school, man. You'd play three or four hours of multiplayer, then play three or four hours of zombies. When and other then... people were out getting late and getting drunk. Yeah. <laughs> we were fucking in your basement with yeah. a big thing of Mountain Dew, Doritos, and killing some fucking zombies, man. Yeah. So this this new one, the only reason I'm interested is not for multiplayer, it's for campaign. That's the only reason I say I'm interested. But yeah, I mean, it, there was like a turning point, and it's because once you get older, you realize how bad Call of Duty is, and for us, it was the random impulse buy that Colton did to... It wasn't an impulse buy, it seemed like it for you guys, but when I looked into Battlefield, I looked the fuck into it. Like, I was like, you? What, what are the game modes, like, how do you play it, what are the strategies, what are the class, like, I knew everything about it as soon as I bought it. I was like, I'm going to buy it, I'm going to play Medic, I'm going to play mostly this game mode, but this one looks kind of fun too, I'll try that. And I did it, and then I figured out what I didn't like, and what I did like, really fucking quickly. And then you guys yeah. were like, what is this, you're fucking gay? We yeah, did well, give you a little bit of like, shit for like a day. I was day. like, dude, I don't give a shit, this is twice as good as fucking Call of Duty. Yeah, that was, it was, like, it was just a turning point, because we were literally playing Call of Duty, wondering where Colton was. Yeah. And so we invited him to the party and talked to him, and he's playing Battlefield, and we gave him tons of shit, and then... It was like one random. I think it was like the next weekend. Well, it was like yeah, it was like one random Saturday or something. He was in there playing. He was in his room playing, and I the door was open and I just walked in. I was like, oh, is this Battlefield? I was like, gay. And then <laughs> you know, I he he died, and I was like, let me check it out. And so I hopped on, and like everything about Battlefield was leagues above Call of Duty. Like from the mechanics to the dynamics, to the sound, and even as yeah, to the sound. Like the sound was far superior. Yeah. It was crisp. It was clean. It was like, the orchestra of guns and things happening was beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, everything ran better. And I remember, like, my first experience, uh, I turned a corner and there was a tank. Yeah. And I was shitting my pants, and I was like, I'm just going to run away. And I ran, and I ran into this little room. I was like, okay, I'm good now. And the tank shot the wall down, <laughs> and it killed me. And I was, like, so surprised. I was like, holy shit, he can do that? And yeah. I was like, yeah, there's destructibility. And then, yeah, like, everything about that game was so much better. And so, like, the next weekend, I bought yeah. it, and then you bought it, and it's... It's been Battlefield since. Yeah, we never just, we never looked back. No. That's that's another thing that turns me away from Call of Duty World War Two is like everyone was like they need to go back, and then Battlefield was like okay, yeah, and they went back to World War One, and then I was like, 
10 hours in the game and I didn't touch it again. Did I play the campaign? No, I didn't even touch the campaign. Played a little bit of multiplayer, got bored, played mm-hmm. Rainbow Six. So Call of Duty is fucking worse. <laughs> and you're yeah. telling me that's going to change my opinion on the game? Whew. That's why I'm saying... Not so fast, Skipper. <laughs> I'm only only interested in it for the campaign. But did you play the the Battlefield campaign? I don't like Battlefield campaigns. It was a lot better than Battlefield, what, 3 campaign or 4 or whatever that you yeah. touched. Well, I played the Battlefield 3 one. Like, there was a lot of shit going before. on in the campaign. It looked cool. I just didn't play it. The thing that bugs me about most campaigns in those war games is that Call of Duty started a trend where you don't play as one character. You play, like, is like Call of Duty, like, World of or, uh, Modern Warfare, where they started doing this. Yeah. Where it's like, all this, you're playing as Captain Blah, as the U.S. Army, and then the next, you beat that mission, and the next mission, you're Captain Blah, and the Soviet Union, and it's just, I don't like that. Like, Treyarch had the thing going, where your character was your main character, he had a voice, and it was interesting. Well, he had and a then, name, it was Mason. And... Yeah, and so they made a good campaign, which is what you need. Gave, and then Battlefield something to hold on to. Yeah, Battlefield followed suit, and they were like, "Now you're playing as Private. Now you're playing as a Sergeant. Now you're playing as an." I just don't. There's no reason because I don't feel any connection to the characters. Yeah. Well, Battlefield did like four separate storylines, though, so you stuck with the character for a little bit. So yeah. So I have a I have a son. His name is Mason. No relation to Call of Duty Black Ops One, oh, but. Sure. <laughs> it didn't hold up. Fuck, dude, he's one. I wasn't. I wasn't even playing Battlefield or Call of Duty a year ago. But remember when he was born? We had a little fun with it. We'd be like, "What do the numbers mean, Mason?" <laughs> get up in, in his face. What? Tell me what the numbers mean, Mason. <laughs> the numbers. Dude, I've like so much nostalgia from hearing that from yeah. Black Ops One. Yeah, such the a numbers, good game. Mason. And then you turn to zombies and everything would go all fucking messed up yeah. in the menu. <laughs> yeah. Remember that shit? Yeah. Such a good game. That the, I mean, multiplayer back in then was amazing. And the campaign was amazing. And then the zombies, I mean, remember 5? You know, mm-hmm. the one where oh, you play yeah. as Kennedy and those guys? That was fun. That and was a fun little twist those... on, on a zombie map. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Like, they they were cool creative shit. back then and That's creative in a different it. way. Well, like, even in Black Ops 2, like, Mob of the Dead was fucking awesome. Yeah. Just the most random shit. Yeah. I have exactly. no idea what that has to do with the story, the but it Thompson, was fucking sick. Man. That was a fun gun. Yeah, the Tommy gun? Tommy gun, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Well, the Thompson. Tommy gun is in modified yeah. Thompson. Yeah. Yeah, right. But, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I don't care for whoever's making this new Call of Duty. I only care if it's Treyarch. So, but I'm interested to see the campaign. And the thing is, is, like... Battlefield 3 I played a whole lot of. Battlefield 4 I played... <laughs> I don't know if I played more Battlefield 4. I feel like I played more Battlefield 3, but I kind of got in on the last half of Battlefield 3, so I probably didn't. And Battlefield 1 I like, but they kind of screwed with the mechanics to the point where I didn't enjoy it. Like, snipers kill you in one shot at a certain distance to your chest, yeah. so snipers just are supreme. And... I did rock shit playing Recon. And yeah, but... So I think... The main problem with Battlefield 1 was it needed a lot of work, which has probably been done by now. And then there was something else that came out as well that I started playing. I think it was Siege. I think I was playing Siege at the same time. So it didn't come out, but I started playing it. And trying to go from Siege to Battlefield Quite a bit different. is the most infuriating thing ever because you're used to playing and killing someone with two or three body shots, one headshot, to playing a game where it takes a half a clip to kill someone. So I think that's one of the reasons why I stopped playing. But the thing is, is if you know if I want to go to a massive multiplayer, it's always going to be Battlefield. 
If I yeah, if I feel the need for a first person shooter on a massive scale, it's always bad. Yeah, like I and it's the kind of the same thing like you guys were saying about Wildlands um, last week is like I know I if thinking about it now I'm like we should play Battlefield, but then I know if I get on it's probably going to last for two hours and I'll probably be kind of wondering when it's going to end. But Battlefield is always far superior to everything else. But the thing is, is Siege up the ante. So now games are going to have to make it more realistic. Because I don't want to spend 30 seconds shooting at this guy and hitting him 10 times to kill him. You know? Yeah. It's got to be more realistic. I mean, Battlefield 1 is beautiful. It's the best, like, the best-looking large-scale game I've ever seen. Yeah. But there's just certain aspects about big shooters like that now that Siege has just... Siege ruins it, you know? Yeah, but people could argue that Call of Duty, you kill people pretty fucking fast. You still... Almost to the scale of... Siege. No. That's one of the things that I didn't like about Call of Duty. Siege yeah, is, but... You can shoot someone in the head with a pistol in Siege and it kills them. The thing about I Call guess. of Duty is, like, you kill them fast. But they but... die faster in Call of Duty than Battlefield. Way faster. Yeah, but Battlefield's more strategic and team-based. Call of Duty is run and gun, and I hate run and gun. Like, the thing about Siege is it's so anti-run and gun. That's why I, almost, I didn't really have fun the first two or three games until I kind of had to fight every natural instinct I had. To like just turn corners and pull the trigger. Mm. Can't do that in Siege. No, it makes you strategic, and that's what Battlefield tries to do. It's just, I, I think I still think it's a fun game. It just had a lot of problems at launch. I think it, that's why it kind of killed me. Battlefield. Like, yeah, Battlefield One. Like the the tanks, no one could take down the tanks. So if there was yeah. tanks, you were dead, and the snipers would just destroy you no matter what map you were playing. If they could see that you were dead. Yeah. So hopefully things have been patched and. There's not going to be another Battlefield for three years, so if I feel like playing Battlefield, I'm going to end up playing Battlefield 1. Yeah. You know? I bet they'll make another one, like, next year. You think? Mm-hmm. It's been three years for the last three games. They did Battlefield 4, Battlefield Hardline. Oh, that's right. Battlefield oh. Hardline. But Hardline was just a... Pretty quick. Hardline was a skins DLC. <laughs> that's all it, it is. It was pretty different, though. I didn't I didn't play it, to be fair, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't look like I would like it. It yeah. didn't look like I would like it. I just didn't want to pay sixty dollars. It was it came out a year later, so I was like, eh, I'm still well, about it before right now. Yeah. They did the same thing that Call of Duty does. It was just a DLC. It was a sixty dollar DLC. Yeah. So I mean, if you don't want to play Call of Duty because it's a DLC, that's basically what Hardline was. And you know, a lot of people did enjoy Hardline, but I want a war game. I don't want a cops and robbers game. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's what that. I mean, cops and robbers is siege too. I mean, cops and hostage kind holding people but <laughs> yeah. it's realistic you know the ultra realistic yeah. games are cool so has the um how's uh, outlast 2 going have you played that yet is that yep yeah me and colton are playing together we cruised through it did a video on it and then we streamed it for a bit but uh streamed twice yeah how'd the stream go it was really good the first time the second time wasn't as good but i mean it was fun <laughs> that game is like hit and miss though yeah, I feel like some of the aspects that were in the first one, they've taken to a point where it's not enjoyable, but then they still have, it's still Outlast, so there's still parts that you enjoy, Yeah. but they changed some things up to the point where it's ridiculous. It's almost more of an action game in some sequences, which I really don't like. Yeah. Like, there's just a lot of people, and you just run. Like, it, yeah, it's it, not as fun. Like, it's fun when... You're sneaking past a guy, and if he sees you, you have to fucking book it, and you have to hide. But then you sneak more. 
but like in the se- like some sequences it's just like oh you see a lot of people run around them dodge and get really? to the next yeah i really really don't like that it bugs the shit out is of it me. As, is it as scary as the first one no 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 well, there's certain i mean they've had good scares and they've had real like they have there's certain sequences which are f- too far in between i think we you know we can both agree on like there's some sequences that are really good they're really interesting they're creepy and they make you have to be afraid and run in the right way yeah like but, the dream sequences yeah but the mass like the majority of it so far has like i don't know maybe it's just the kind of the meat of the middle is what they're doing but a lot of it is like literally you know you're supposed to sneak that's the whole point you're not supposed to be seen but they put you in a place where there's three people walking around with a flashlight and it seems like the ai instinctively knows where you are Uh so you're hiding and you're sneaking and they can walk right up to you you know and then then they walk away but then you move to this side and instead of them continuing their path they turn and come to you so it's like they're forcing you to have to run but then when you're like okay i'm gonna run past these two guys because i can't sneak anymore you turn the corner there's five more of them just kind of doing their little troll you know their patrol (laughs) and then you have to run even further and then you keep dying and there's no foreseeable way to sneak through it so, felt like it felt like fucking Dark Souls, except you can't fight. Like I would make a turn and then I was fucked. Like I made a wrong turn, I'm fucked. So I die and I go again, make a different turn. That one's also fucked. So I die and I go back and then I find it and then I jump over that and then I make a wrong turn and then I die. So I start back at the beginning. Uh, it's like Dark the, Souls without any skill involved. Yeah, that's it's a fucking guessing game. What we were saying on the stream is they make it like a they make it a game of like the process of elimination. Yeah, you have to just decide where to go, and if you go there, you're fucked. It's not like you can go there and then you're in a sketchy situation. It's not it's like, like one decision you make is going to be harder than the other. One decision is the wrong decision. And you die. You can't, yeah. you can't go yeah. there. If you run into huh. a dead end, you don't come out. Dude, Because they hit you, and then you fall, like fly back ten feet, and then they hit you again, and you're dead. I could have told you that game was going to be shitty. Yeah, but well, <laughs> you didn't play the first one. Dude, I was watching, Colton, you put out like a first impressions video, like the mm-hmm. night it came out. Yeah. The next day I was watching that, I was stuck behind a train on my way to work. I was waiting for a train to pass, and it was a long fucking train. <clears throat> so I just fucking pull out my phone, and I hop on and saw that you uploaded the video, and I watched it. The first 60 seconds of that video, I think you were going into a house, and you opened up a window, and a bird flew out of it. Mm-hmm. It scared me so fucking bad. <laughs> I had both my headphones in. I was totally watching it. wasn't expecting it. And I turned it off. I can't even watch people watch... I can't even watch people play that game, let alone fucking play that game. Yeah, but see, that's the difference. You knew it wouldn't be a good game because you don't like that kind of stuff. Oh, it's so bad. I Modern scary movies aren't scary. No, I mean, we can all agree that most of them are trash. Mm-hmm. There's a few gems that you can find, but they don't jump scare you. Outlast 1 is the most scared I've been doing something or or watching something that I've ever been, you know, since I was a kid. And so that's exactly what we wanted. And those are the parts, like that part where the bird comes out, that's what I want to see. I want to see creepy, and I want to see intense. You know, like, I don't want it to be a run game where you're just running through and have to try and find your path. I want it to be that point where you're walking through a dark alley, and then in your ear you hear something, and it makes you turn, and you see a face... And it no. looks like it's jumping at you, but it's not there. This game is more like you hear a noise, you turn the corner, and there's a guy that's just standing there with a machete, and it just becomes a run sequence. I don't like that. I want it to be creepy and scary. I don't want it to be just run for your life. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like, when you go into, like, 
the little dream sequences that are in the game, that's when it gets fun. Like, yeah. you, like, just, you go through a cupboard, and then all of a sudden you're in, like, a school. Like, a yeah. clean, so, like, like, dark to put it in, school and yeah, shit. Yeah, in context, you're out in the trees and woodland area of Arizona. And so all of a sudden you walk into a cupboard, and then you just walk into, a, like, a pristine school is what is Yeah, it it's is. fucking so it's... out of nowhere. But, like, as soon as I drop into that, I get excited. Because I'm, and terrified. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, this is when, now I'm scared. Like, I had, I just come out of that, that fucking regular world being frustrated because I died eight times going the wrong way eight different fucking times and then finally found my way into this. And then I drop in and I'm like, fucking finally, I'm going to get the shit scared out of me. And then I drop back into the real game and I'm like, oh, okay, let's get to so, the next dream sequence. And the, I think the big thing for me too is in the first one, when you were chased by someone, it was character driven. Like, in the first one, there was a guy that would always say Little Piggy, and it turned out that he was a security guard, right? I, th- I think he was like a military. Yeah. Or maybe he was a military guy, but he yeah. was like turned into this nasty thing, and he was a character you read about him in notes you found, and when he was chasing you, you knew, because like, he would say certain things, and he sounded a certain way, and then there was a couple later that were these two naked dudes, mm-hmm. and they talked about gutting you and this kind of stuff, so when they were chasing you, it was terrifying. And then mm-hmm. there was one guy that had like a bone saw, you know, and I think that was in DLC. But he had a bone saw, and he'd run around, and that was terrifying. But in this game, you're not chased. I mean, there are still characters you have to run away from. I think there's one. Yeah, there's one. And it has a cool backstory, because I've watched other people play, and they read through all this stuff, so I know who she is. But in this game, it's a lot more often when it's just a random asshole that you just have to walk past, and he just shines his light on you, and he's like, No! Chase! And, (laughs) And I mean, it has... Yeah, it has its things where you're scared of what's going to happen, but the majority of what you're getting chased by is just people you don't care to be chased by. And they're phenomenal at killing you. Like, it takes one or two hits and you're dead, as opposed to, like, you know, like, literally like a punch. You take two punches and you're dead. Yeah, well, what sucks is if you get cornered and they punch you, you fly back ten feet, and by the time you can try and run past again, they've already recovered, so they just hit you again and you're dead. So, like... Yeah, once you get cornered, if it's one person or ten, you're dead. But it's usually ten. So it's fucking even worse. Yeah, and that's the problem. They they don't play it well. Like, a, a good way to play it is to be chased by a scary person, and you get away. And it wasn't super hard. You know, you're able to do it. Maybe they ca- caught you once, but you get past them. And then the next part, it goes straight creepy. Mm-hmm. So you got chased, now it's creepy. And then you're trying to walk through, and then it gets scary. Something scary happens. Other things that are scary happen, and then it's another character chase where it's something that you're getting chased by him for a reason. Yeah, that's what LS one was. Yeah, as far as one, it's just like you're always getting chased, kind of. Yeah, what it feels like to as me. as far as I mean, we've only put what like four hours in Outlast. Yeah, four. Or I don't. Five. I don't know how long the game is, so I'm kind of hoping that. The farther you get along, the more you get into these dream sequences, it's going to get better, mm-hmm. is my hope. But from what I've seen from Outlast 1 and 2, is I think Outlast 1 had the creepy, scary factor going on better. This game seems more run. But the one thing I will say is the most fantastic thing about Outlast 2 is its audio, the way they put together their music and their creepy sounds yeah. and their cues and their music... It's phenomenal. Like, playing this game, if you were to close your eyes while someone was playing and they forced you to listen, sitting in a dark room by yourself listening to that track is horrifying. Yeah. They can play it really well. Like, there's parts in the music when it's scary. There's no cues when it's scary. There's 
sound effects that are. I mean, the the sound in this game is phenomenal. So that's that's what I give it. I give their sound team, whoever did all that stuff, an A plus for sure. Well, that kind of shifts on my idea last week. I was talking about when it comes to video games, the second one's always better. Yeah, yeah. I, did say I mean, that last week. But the yeah, thing is, is I mean, well, you're I not... think that works better for like certain kinds of games, like with a lot going on versus well, story driven. Well, that's exactly yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. Is story driven games, it's kind of hard yeah. because Outlast, even though it's scary, it is story driven. Yeah. So, but I mean, we haven't finished it yet, so our opinions could change. I plan on we're playing this together, and you know, we kind of have some lights on, and we're trying to do, like we're trying to do it for stream, so we're trying to you know giggle and make it fun i plan on replaying it in the complete dark you know with my headphones on loud so everything that happens is really creepy and then i'll see how i feel because that's how we played the first one i mean us two in a pitch dark room playing just the game with the sound up really loud so i think there's a big difference in that too yeah but i think it's i mean it's an entertaining game it's just so far it's been less than what i wanted yeah it's just a little disappointing well from what i've seen online people are really enjoying it for it's, the most part. I mean, it's still Outlast, but and I, it's still better than any other horror game I've seen. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Is it's, I just, it's, I just am a little disappointed. It's a triple A game, you know, like most of modern horror games nowadays are indie or. I mean, small it's really features. not even Red Barrels is not a huge company. Yeah, I exactly. wouldn't say it's triple A. I'd say it's just well, it's a good fucking game. As horror games go, I'd say it's pretty close to triple A. I mean, it's not it depends like depends on your definition because I don't know when I think of triple A, I think of like big development budget yeah but i mean and that's not red barrels at the, all. and the one we, we were waiting for that was going to be a triple a was going to be silent hills but anybody who was interested in that game probably by now knows that got canceled mm-hmm. yeah but that was that was a really interesting and well done teaser yeah uh, the playable trailer the playable trailer yeah. that they did that was i watched you guys play it for like 15 minutes and then I bounced and said, fuck this. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I watched you guys play it, and it was super interesting. You know, you're just going around. The same, like, hallways. The same hallway in, like, a square, but it changes every time you make a rotation. And things jump at you, and, like, the environment changes, and you have to solve a puzzle. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was going to be a straight-up AAA. And I, I mean, we were both really excited for that. And then hearing it got canceled is, like, a huge letdown. Because there's not a lot in horror games. I mean, yeah. if you... Unless you count Outlaws as a AAA, if you don't count it as a AAA, there's really not many. The last one would have been the last Silent Hills game, but that would have been, you know, years ago. So, but I mean, this game is still good. It's still Outlast. It's just, as far as we've seen, hasn't hasn't delivered because I think we were expecting a lot. Yeah, yeah that's true. The game plays pretty well. I mean, every the only problems we have are decisions they made not mechanics but just decisions they made with how it runs but and the story the story is kind of lacking so far how, how far are you in i don't know the total hours played like play time until you finish but i think we're four or five hours so into the game okay so that's enough to have an impression on it for sure yeah it's yeah so i don't know i don't know how long it'll take us to beat it and i guarantee you there will be a, a dlc just like they did on the last one well hopefully because the idea of the first Outlast, even though I'm not, even though I don't enjoy it and don't love it, I don't know, I like, I want to love it. Does that make any fucking sense? Yeah. I want to like those kind of games. Sure. But I just can't fucking do it. I just, I'm not that I'm not that kind of dude. I don't like those movies. I think it's cheap scares and 
doesn't take very much thought into into you know making you just jump, throwing something in your face. That doesn't interest me. That's definitely how movies are. Yeah, but the thing with the game is is it's not really that cheap scare because you're immersed in the whole world. You know, like they do everything from the sound to the way it looks and all this and that. So it's not really a cheap scare. I mean, unless you see it that way, but a lot of the times, that's what you're looking for, and so, I mean, they can do it really well. If I could play that game without being jump-scared once, but you still keep, like, the creepy aspects and the puzzle-solving and the mystery, and maybe, like, uh, there can be, like, running sequences, but... Amnesia. Is that how Amnesia is? Yep. I don't don't remember getting jump-scared in Amnesia, which is fucking spooky as shit, and then all of a sudden you'd see a guy that was just, like, like a fucking monster guy just was suddenly right next to you. See, I'd be more interested in trying out something like that. You say you... That's one of the premier horror games, because, yeah, I don't remember getting jump-scared hardly ever. It was just a bunch of spooky shit, and then sometimes a guy would start chasing you. But let's remember, let's remember, you say you don't remember getting jump-scared. For Zach, all it (laughs) takes is him turning the corner and seeing a shadow move in a certain way, and he'll probably jump. Yeah, well... Well, yeah, but it's like it's not like blatant jump scares. Yes, is no, what I'm it, saying. Yeah. If I get jump scared by my own militia because I'm a pussy, that's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> as opposed to something jumping as out. As opposing for them trying to manipulate me and dude, there's been jump. like in the beginning of Outlast, like a locker opens and it scared the fuck out of me. Like a lo- like you're just walking in the first like school sequence and a locker is like, and I fucking jump my ass. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> well, they they play it really well too because when you're in the dream sequence, if you have your camera out, um, randomly it'll kind of act like there's interference, like the screen will go wishy washy and it'll it'll make like a like a sound like you know an audio track of like an electrical equipment getting messed with. So it'll be like, yeah, and they can play that really well because that's gotten me. Because yeah, you're like, it's so intense, and you're, there's nothing happening. Completely clean school, it's a little dark, you've got like night vision on, you're just turning the corner, looking around, and, and no music, no cues, no nothing. All of a sudden the screen just goes crazy and it plays that audio track. That scared me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're really good at it. They're good at what they do. It's just they've kind of forced certain things in your face too much. But well, it's still a good game. I have no doubt that it's a good game. And I hope it does well, because, I don't know, people seem to like it. But uh, on that note, I'm going to wrap this up. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, So if you have any comments, questions, concerns, death threats, ransom notes, remember to send them to imwiththeoutcrowd at gmail.com. We're on YouTube. Just search The Outcrowd Podcast. Or you could send us a tweet at outcrowdpod. Let us know what you think. Just remember, our opinions don't matter. So why the fuck should yours? See ya. See ya. Bye.